0: Welcome to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International.
1: Well, thanks for listening to the Activate podcast, a ministry of Journey Church International in Lee Summit, Missouri. My name's Ryan, and, and today Pastor Brandon and I will be having a conversation about his recent message entitled The Wizard of Oz from our series, The Lamb Making Sense of Easter. Uh, in this series, we're learning more about the person of Jesus so that we can experience Easter like never before. Well, Pastor Brandon, let's let's just tackle the obvious first question and, and remind us again why the name Wizard of Oz.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a goofy name to a title, but uh, uh, to the title of a message. But the, the earliest movie I remember watching as a kid is, is The Wizard of Oz, uh, and I remember it because it scared me to death. Uh, that woman on the bike in the tornado turning into a witch on a broom uh, absolutely freaked me out. The, the flying monkeys towards the end of the movie scared me to death. And then, and then at the end of the movie, when, um, Dorothy and Toto and the cowardly lion and the tin men and the scarecrow actually meet the great wizard, um, has left an imprint of in my mind. It scared me as a kid. And I remember these individuals walking into, the 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 room where the Oz was finally at, and they fearfully and hesitantly walked into the room, and they began to talk to the wizard, and the wizard was intimidating, he was scary. And, and then Toto, you see kind of crawling off into the distance, curiously wanders around the room, and he pulls back the green curtain, only to reveal a man behind the curtain who was just pretending to be the Wizard of Oz. Do you remember what he said? He said, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. So this past Sunday, we introduced the curtain or the veil from the Jewish tabernacle and temple, and unlike the wizard from the Wizard of Oz, God actually wants you and I to pay attention to what was behind the curtain. Behind the curtain of the tabernacle and later the temple was the very presence of of God, And in order to experience the presence of God, the priest of the tabernacle or the temple had to follow very strict guidelines. And the presence of God could only be experienced by the high priest himself and only on a specific day of the year. Um, unfortunately, the presence of God was limited to just a few individuals until until the death of Jesus on the cross. And so the curtain in the Wizard of Oz showed us that sometimes things aren't always what they are cracked up to be. Uh, and the curtain from the tabernacle shows us that God's presence is way more important than we could ever, ever imagine. So that's the, that's why the name, the Wizard of Oz, for the title of our message um, this past Sunday.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that. As I, as I have studied the Old Testament, I, I, these are places that I would love to see, things that God had his people. I would love to have seen these things. So it's amazing how they come to life, not only on our stage, at JCI, but uh, as the sermon unfolds, you can kind of see this uh, really amazing thing. So, uh, Pastor Brandon, as you studied the curtain this week, what what stood out to you the most?
0: Yeah, I think what stood out to me the most, I would say, is the incredible parallels that can be drawn from the Old Testament veil or the Old Testament curtain and the life of Jesus approximately 1,500 years later. Uh, If we consider all of the reasons the veil was put into place— In the tabernacle, we can see incredible connections as to why Jesus actually came to this earth. Um, Also, what really impacted me the most was that the veil was put in place to display the holiness of God. That's one of the main points from the message. The the veil was put in place to display the holiness of God. Um, Abby and I, uh, my wife and I, have moved several times in our marriage, um, and I absolutely hate moving. I hate unpacking, I hate packing boxes. I hate unpacking them. I hate finding. I think places. I've helped you
1: three times move yeah, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, you have actually, <laughs> and I've appreciated it. Thank you. Um, but but I hate having to find all the places to put all the stuff. But one of the last things we do when we move into a new place is put up the curtains. Um, when you finally take down the bed sheets you tacked into the wall um, over the over the windows, and you actually put up curtains. You know you're almost moved in, right? You know you're moved in when you actually put up the curtains. We we don't put up curtains in our house, at least we don't um, put up curtains in our house to keep keep people away. We we put up curtains to give our family just a little bit of privacy. You know God didn't put up the curtain in the tabernacle to keep people away. He put up the curtain to remind us that what was behind the curtain was actually really special. It was the presence of God it it was holy he was set apart he was different he was distinct he was a class by himself there were no equals and if you're going to come into the presence of god at least in the days of the tabernacle and the temple you had to enter in on his terms not not yours and so the veil reminded me that unfortunately i often disregard the holiness of god i disregard his holiness and how i approach him sometimes full of sin full of my own agenda, full of my own requests. And ultimately, God desires, I think, that we come to Him and to be in His presence with a clean heart. And ultimately, the only way we can have a clean heart and forgiveness of our sins is through the blood of the Lamb of God, um, Jesus, who whose purpose was to take away the, the sins of the world. And so once again, <laughs> this is so cool, we are reminded of the incredible sacrifice of Jesus through an object in the Old, tes- in the Old Testament. Uh, two weeks ago, it was the Bronze Basin. This week, it was the Curtain. And, and if your eyes and your heart is open, it's incredible to see the thread of Jesus throughout all of Scripture. So, yeah, that's really what impacted me the most about uh, my study of the veil. Now, Ryan, uh, in my message on Sunday especially referring to the moment Jesus died on the cross, I I mentioned this, God tore the curtain so that everyone can experience His presence and find mercy and grace. Uh, Ryan, help us understand how much mercy and grace has meant to you in your life.
1: Well, those are two of my favorite words from the Bible, and I've I've enjoyed helping people to understand them because I experience them so much. Uh, Being a very sinful young adult, uh, and teenager, I, I certainly deserved God's punishment. Uh, I probably avoided church for several years because I figured I'd just hear how much punishment I deserved when I when I walked into church. But but Jesus changed that, yeah. and, and and I didn't understand that before going to a church that that taught God's word. Uh, when I learned Romans six twenty three for the wages of sin is death is the first part of that. I was man, I was relieved to learn of God's mercy. That that Jesus had paid the penalty that I deserved, and and then I was blown away by God's grace that that God would give me what I didn't deserve eternal eternal life. You know the rest of of Romans six twenty three says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. And then Romans five eight was man it was instrumental for me as well. I remember reading that for the first time and. You know, it says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So so knowing how much I had been forgiven of and then experiencing his grace has literally been, uh, been life transforming for me. Uh, I think I remember one time, you know, we've been friends for years. And, you know, within the first few years uh, of you and I knowing each other, I remember you saying at one point after you were discovering how sinful your new friend was. Uh, I remember you saying, "You know, almost it, it stuck in my brain almost like you, you, you appreciated how much I loved Jesus because of how much I'd been forgiven of." I, I don't think I captured the words there, but I think you know you grew up in a in a pastor's home, way less sinful than I was. I would uh, imagine, but I don't know about that. But but I, I just remember. <laughs> Uh, that interaction, right. and, you know, it's why I, I think because I've experienced so much of His grace, it's why I'm passionate about others who've, who've been pretty sinful in life, knowing, letting them know that there's a place for them in God's presence, you know, through Jesus. And, and it brings me, I can tell you, it brings me great joy when others realize God's mercy and grace for the first time, and, and when I can be a part of helping them to understand that, man, it, it's, it brings a lot of joy. Well, Pastor Brandon, you, you talked about four reasons why we can celebrate life behind the curtain.
0: Uh, wh- which one do you appreciate most? Right. So I think you're referring to Hebrews chapter 10, where the writer states that we can now draw near to God. I love that, that idea that we can draw near to God. And so after, I think, reflecting this week on this passage, I'm celebrating the fact that I can celebrate life behind the curtain because we can have a clear conscience, and um, because of Jesus and His sacrifice, we not only have our sins forgiven, but they are completely removed from us. We talked a little bit about the Day of Atonement, and I want to touch on that for just a moment because it's significant. The The Day of Atonement is the most holy day for the nation of Israel. And on the Day of Atonement, the high priest would select two goats without blemish— um, He would sacrifice one of the goats, he would sprinkle the blood throughout the tabernacle, symbolizing the cleansing and forgiveness of sins, but then he would place his hands on the head of the second goat, but but he wouldn't kill it. Rather, he would verbally confess all the sins of the nation of Israel over the goat, and then he would release it outside the camp, symbolizing that God not only removes the sin, but he can remove the guilt of sin. And and the nation of Israel called this the scapegoat. That's where that word comes from. The scapegoat. Yeah, I, I remember reading that early on in my Christian walk, going, "That's where that comes from." Right, right. That's exactly where we get it. So, Ryan, I think sometimes we we don't we don't approach God or desire to be in His presence because of the guilt we feel. I, I know I've been there. Um, we may think I'm unworthy. I don't deserve to be in Your presence, God. If You only knew. Um, if you only knew me um, and what I've done, and, and, and I just I just don't feel worthy. But here's the reality, and I think you'd agree, Ryan. We're all unworthy. None of us are worthy. That's why we need to be so thankful for Jesus. Jesus was worthy. He was the first goat, symbolizing the first or symbolizing the forgiveness of sin. He was the second goat, symbolizing that guilt and punishment of our sin is removed from us for forever. He, he, You mentioned earlier, um, and I loved it that you mentioned this verse, and, and Apostle Paul says it like this, but God demonstrated his own love for us that while we were still sinners, while we were still messed up, Christ still died for us. And because of Jesus, we can draw near to God with a clear conscience. We can ask for forgiveness, and he will give it to us as long as we humbly ask with a contrite or broken heart over what over what we've done so yeah because um, I I think I thought well Christianity
1: means I've got to get my life right before God loves me exactly and yeah. I when I found Romans 58 he yeah. he loves me even as a sinner yes he's willing to forgive me and help
0: change me yeah and that changed my life it's free definitely well Ryan last question for you today uh, many people today might be listening now that are a part of a small group at JCI in Lee Summit Missouri Um, Hebrews 10, 19 through 20 is known as the lettuce patch of the Bible. Um, It's not the leafy green vegetable, but the word let us, L E T U S. He says, Let us draw near to God. Let us hold on to the hope we profess. Let us spur on one another to love and good deeds. Ryan, why does the writer of Hebrews put so much emphasis on these two words, let us? And why is it so important for the individuals that may be listening who are a part of a small group? Because the Christian life
1: was not meant to be lived alone. It was just not meant to be lived alone. And we we need Christian friends to help us stay close to God because sometimes we drift from church or we drift from our small group, and we need a Christian friend to reel us back in. And, And we get discouraged, and we need a Christian friend to remind us of the hope and the promises of God's Word. And man, we we can get lonely and isolated in the world. And we need a Christian friend to love on us and encourage us to serve others like Jesus did. So it it was never meant to be just me. God intended for it to be us. And, And if you're listening and you're in a small group, man, stay faithful to your group. Stay an active part of it. Uh, make make it a great place of community and and care for each other and challenge and encouragement in the faith. You need each other. Uh, The writer of Hebrews even gives a warning not to give up meeting together. He said, as some are in the habit of doing, like, like don't give up meeting together. It's it's so important to stick together. And we— We've stressed that from the very beginning of our, our monthly men's gatherings. We have a men's ministry here and our men's gathering. And we, from the beginning, we, we kind of said we're going to declare war on men being isolated by themselves, trying to do the Christian walk alone. They're getting beat up by themselves. They're, 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 they're struggling, and they need Christian friends to grow in their faith together and that's why we try to have so many small group options uh you know men's groups women's groups couples we we want to have as many as we can and we want options for people uh, to find great christian friends and grow spiritually together and if you're not in one you can you can check out our small groups uh on our jci app you can go to our website undertakethejourney.cc so uh, we know how important it is. God never intended it to be just me; He intended it to be us. So, so that's why I love that lettuce patch of, of phrases right there. That is such a powerful uh, set of scriptures. Well, you know we're a, we're a couple of weeks away uh, from from Easter, and so as you make Easter plans, we we hope you'll invite a friend. Uh, we we've talked about that at Easter, people are. Actually, considering maybe going to church for the first time or getting back into church, so uh, we we hope you'll you'll invite someone. And in order to have the best experience, we we've set up a way for you to register for one of our eight Easter services. Uh, actually, you can register for one of the seven here in Lee Summit, um, and then of course we'll have our new campus in Olathe. Uh, but we highly encourage you to, to register for one of the seven services here in Lee Summit at Um at uh, Man, it, it helps us plan for parking. It just helps us to make it as best as possible experience for all those who are coming. So we want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. We pray that, that our conversation today was helpful. It, it challenged you in some way. Uh, and if we can encourage you in any way, don't, don't he- hesitate to send us an email at activate at takethejourney.cc. Uh, we'll catch you next time on the Activate podcast where we, we challenge you to live a faith that is active.
0: Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website at takethejourney.cc. Also, if you have enjoyed this podcast, help us get the word out and show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. Please share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.